Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy on. I, I was actually on Fox with him a lot of times when he was hosting and anchoring shows there. Way back in the day, Greg, probably 15 years ago, you guys had me on a lot. I, I think I made you mad, though, because I stopped doing it. Uh, but it's Greg Jarrett, <laughs> Fox News legal and political analyst, a great host as well. He's got a great podcast. He fills in for Sean Hannity all the time. Greg, how are you? Good to see you. Hey, Joe, great. Good to see you, too. No, I always loved having you on. You were always a terrific <laughs> interview. Well, we, we always had a good time doing it, and the hot topics of the day were certainly uh, were certainly stuff that we were both abreast of, and I think the audience got something out of it, too. My audience loves you when you fill in for Sean. I also do Sean's radio show sometimes. Uh, you do better. They all tell me that. The book is called <laughs> The Trial of the Century, and I want to get into that in a little while. But, of course, Greg, I wanted to have you on because what we're seeing with former President Donald Trump in comparison to what we're seeing with Joe Biden um, is it's mind-blowing. Uh, people like you and me are just logical-thinking Americans don't understand why one guy can be alleged to do something so heinous, millions of dollars to his family, getting his yeah. son hired, getting prosecutors fired, uh, extorting a, an entire country. Nothing to see here. Trump has some boxes of records that he's allowed to have, and he might be going to prison. T- tell me what's going on here. Two-tier system of justice, dual justice. It makes a mockery, doesn't it, Joe, of you know the words that are chiseled on the on the pediment of the U.S. Supreme Court, equal justice under law. Well, that's a lovely ideal, but in the age of Joe Biden as president, uh, it's a joke. His uh, attorney general, Merrick Garland, his FBI director, Christopher Wray, are running a protection racket. There is a plethora of compelling evidence that the Biden family was making tens of millions of dollars by selling access and promises of influence from Joe Biden. And Biden was the pivotal player. Without him, they make no money. Now, you know, I love and laugh at, you know, the pundits and and hosts of, you know, liberal programs who say, well, you know, you haven't proven that any money went into Joe's pocket. You don't have to, to break the law. It's a crime to use your public office to confer a benefit uh, on somebody else, particularly a foreign power, uh, in exchange for money, period. Uh, If it goes to your son or your daughter or your grandkids or or whatever, um, you know, it's still a crime. And so, you know, I think there is more than uh, sufficient evidence to bring criminal charges against Joe Biden. Should have been done a long time ago. Um, Probably Hunter Biden. on so many different things, but there's a protection racket being run by the DOJ and FBI. The website is thegregjarrett.com, thegregjarrett.com. Get his latest book. It's called The Trial of a Century. Uh, You know this great legal mind, and it's certainly a great television and radio personality as well. It's Greg Jarrett. Greg, Greg, let me ask you, because you said something very pertinent right off the top. There is a a dual or two-tiered system of justice in this country, yet Jack Smith, the guy handpicked by Merrick Garland, the guy that ruined, uh, what was it, McDonald's um, entire career, although the Supreme Court said he was wrong in doing it. This guy literally came out with the hubris to say, we have one system of justice and it applies to everyone. Greg, what a dramatic moment and what a lie. Yeah, it's a total lie. Uh, and it, it became an acute lie uh, the moment that, uh, you know, Joe Biden was sworn into office and they went into action. Uh, to go after his political opponent, Donald Trump, um, and to run interference, a political favoritism by bearing evidence and potential criminal charges 
against the Biden family syndicate. Uh, you know, when, when Jack Smith stood in front of television cameras, he he exhorted the American public, read the indictment, read the indictment. Yeah. Um, that indictment is one sided uh, and it's usually inflated. And so what he's really doing is trying to taint uh, the large jury pool, the American public and and convict Donald Trump ahead of time in the court of public opinion. Uh, it's fundamentally wrong, and he shouldn't have done it. Too many prosecutors do it, and apparently Jack Smith is no exception. You know, what's interesting about this, and it's Greg Jarrett. Go to thegregjarrett.com. It's his website, thegregjarrett.com. Greg has two Gs, Jarrett, two Rs, two Ts. Go and check out his new book. It's called The Trial of the Century. In in that indictment, they completely he completely ignores the Espionage Act, which doesn't apply to presidents. And we have really good proof that it doesn't apply to presidents, as Barack Obama told Medvedev from from Russia, "Hey, tell Vlad I'll do this, that, and the other after I get reelected." He wasn't yeah. in trouble for saying that. Anybody else would have said that they would have been in trouble. And then we get the sock drawer from Bill Clinton that shows that the Presidential Records Act covers Trump as well. What do, do they think we don't know what I just said to be true? What are they trying him on? Well, the president of the United States has unique powers. Uh, he is at the apex of, of power. And, and along with that um, come certain rights. And one of the things they don't mention in the indictment is the Presidential Records Act. And Joe, you know, that is the prevailing governing statute, not the Espionage Act. We know that for several reasons. Uh, first of all, it's a fundamental tenet of the law that a specific statute uh, prevails over a general statute. The, the Records Act is specific. It applies to a narrow group of people, uh, former presidents. Espionage Act applies to everyone. And I would also argue it doesn't apply to a president of the United States. Right. But also, when there's a conflict between two laws, as there might be here, the most recent law, is always the one that takes precedence. Uh, and, but, you know, Jack Smith doesn't care about the law any more than Merrick Garland cares about the law. Uh, and so, you know, this is, as I say, a very one-sided um, indictment uh, you know, by a grand jury where the defense isn't allowed to be there to present a countervailing argument. Um, you know, it proves the old saying, you can indict a ham sandwich. Yeah. And that's exactly what's going on. It is uh, Greg Jarrett. Well, he's not a ham sandwich, but they're indicting somebody who is innocent, certainly. Greg Jarrett, get his book called The Trial of the Century. Let's talk about Biden for a second more. You mentioned something earlier that was interesting. Biden came out the other day and said, where's the money? As if there was. I think Al, Al Capone said the same thing. Where's the money? Yeah. Where are the dead bodies? Um, Biden, we've got him on tape, Greg, um, admitting to and bragging about extortion. He literally said, we won't give you the billion dollars if you don't fire the prosecutor that we later found out was investigating Burisma. And Burisma, of course, hired his son for 83000 a month. His son, who knew nothing about energy, didn't speak Ukrainian. So we've got a situation where we've got him dead to rights on video. Forget everything else that happened afterwards. We've got him on video admitting what he did, and they all laugh about it. What, why isn't that at least a starting point? Should it not be? Well, I, I argued when the tape first emerged that, you know, this is extortion. I mean, what he's really doing is withholding a billion dollars of your taxpayer money in exchange for a prosecutor being fired who was investigating his son's company, Hunter Biden's company. Hunter right. Biden sat on the board. Uh, and, 
you know, now we have some new information uh, that the FBI has sedulously tried to hide uh, that apparently, you know, the top executive at Burisma ponied up $10 million, five for Joe, five for Hunter Biden, uh, allegedly, but made tapes, 17 of them, two with Joe Biden and 15 with Hunter Biden. I don't know if those tapes exist, but where has the FBI been? Have they tried to talk to that uh, executive, obtain the tapes? What else did they do to try to corroborate this information, which originally came from, from a, uh, an intrepid, credible, long-serving, confidential human source that was paid, he was so good at it, um, roughly $200,000 by the federal government. So, you know, the FBI has always taken the position, oh, trust us, trust us. You know, we looked into it. There's nothing, nothing to see here. Move on. Yeah. What moron would ever trust the FBI, given their right. abysmal track record of misfeasance, malfeasance, and corruption? The Trial of the Century is the name of the book. Go get Greg Jarrett's brand new book. Go to thegregjarrett.com is his website. He, of course, Fox News legal and political analyst Greg Jarrett. Um, when it comes to, to the Joe Biden payments, all alleged in this FD-1023, the FD-1023 had it redacted that they had 17 audio recordings. Then Grassley gets a copy that's not redacted, and we see that they do allegedly exist. Greg, what's the legal standing the FBI has to not release everything, including the actual piece of paper, the FD-1023? What exactly is the legal standing when it's not classified to not release it to Congress that has oversight? They have no standing. They have zero justification. After all, this entire document is unclassified. Uh, And Congress has a constitutional oversight duty to examine corruption in government to determine whether our current president of the United States is a crook who, uh, you know, accepted bribes or if his family accepted bribes, uh, thereby jeopardizing America's national security. So it's folly for Christopher Wray to say, you know, we we can't show you this. And why did they redact the portion of the form which identified 17 smoking gun incriminating tapes, assuming they still exist. Right. I mean, that's not the kind of thing you redact. You're not jeopardizing uh, a human source. Uh, there's no justification for that. But it, it tells us what's really going on here is well, thought, that, yeah. you know, the FBI, the FBI knows more than they're saying and they don't want to do anything that might further incriminate Joe Biden. Yeah, I had Ted Cruz on yesterday. He's my senator. I live here in Texas. And uh, he went after the the deputy director of the FBI pretty hard the other day, which I thought was great, and he should have. It was appropriate. But what I found interesting, and I want your comment on this if you don't mind, is that the FBI deputy director told Ted Cruz, I'm not going to tell you if I have the tapes or what's in the FD-1023 because I want to protect the source. Greg, the source is the whistleblower. The source gave up protection saying, I think that this is important enough to bring to light, and I'm blowing the whistle. <laughs> the deputy director wants me to believe that the, that the department that he's whistleblowing is protecting him. Yeah. That deputy director should resign in disgrace and say, I'm sorry, I'm not doing my job honestly or honorably. Uh, to sit there and refuse to even acknowledge what's in the form that they've already given to the House Oversight Committee, at least haven't 
handed it to them and said, you can keep this. They've allowed them to see it. Right. They're not satisfying uh, the subpoena that was duly authorized and issued by the Oversight Committee. Uh, and, you know, I think uh, Christopher Ray should be held in criminal contempt or civil contempt. Um, the problem is the only entity that could prosecute uh, the FBI director is the U.S. attorney in Washington who reports to Merrick Garland, who reports to Joe Biden, so the fix is in. Right. Yeah, imagine that. It is uh, Greg, Gar- uh, Greg Jarrett. Go to his website, thegregjarrett.com. Get the book, The Trial of the Century. I'll ask you what that is in a second. One last thing on this. You mentioned something interesting earlier. Five million for the big guy, five million for Hunter, allegedly. Um, and, and they might be able to argue, listen, they were doing work there where Hunter was. No proof that Joe Biden got anything. Well, the grandkids got some and the daughter-in-law got some. Yeah, but they all did work and they all had good reasons. <laughs> Greg, Greg, a simple question is this. What service or product does the Biden family have to offer other than Joe Biden's influence? None. Uh, You know, Hunter Biden and the rest of them are a monument to graft and corruption. Uh, You know, Hunter in particular is probably the most prolific grifter uh, in America ever. Uh, I mean, the guy doesn't do anything. He has no particular skills except for running scams and leveraging his father's power and name uh, to our enemies, our adversaries. Uh, and, you know, he's made a lot of money, but of course he blew a lot of it on crack and prostitutes. And we know that from his own laptop, which is evidence enough to convict the whole damn lot of them. It is uh, Greg Jarrett. Get his book called The Trial of the Century. Greg, we generally speaking live in the here and now. So I think The Trial of the Century was O.J. Simpson. But it wasn't, according <laughs> to your book. What was The Trial of the Century? Yeah, I... I covered the O.J. Simpson case for nine months right. every day in the Los Angeles courtroom. And as tragic as the case was, it didn't really mean anything uh, to most Americans. It didn't affect their lives. Right. Historically, the it did the, not. Right. Yeah. The, the trial of the century, the Scopes monkey trial did. America was on the precipice in 1925. They were banning books on science. In Tennessee, they made the teaching of evolution a crime out of fear that it might conflict with the Bible. And the greatest lawyer who ever lived, uh, my idol, Clarence Darrow, the reason I became a lawyer, came to the rescue and he saved America's free speech and civil liberties and the indispensable proposition that nobody should be told how to think. Uh, and, you know, you fast forward now almost 100 years, Joe. And those same principles are in serious jeopardy. Apparently, we don't learn from history. I've heard you talk about this on Sean's show. I heard you talk about it as you hosted his show. He had great guests on to talk about it as well. I haven't read the book yet, and I apologize. I will. As I'm reading it, I gathered from what I've heard from you so far that I'm going to be able to make direct one-to-one comparisons to what we're facing today in the wannabe tyrannical government that tries to control our speech and, frankly, our thought. Oh, absolutely. I mean, partisan censorship and political discourse, a polarizing censorship campaign, uh, indoctrination within classrooms under the guise of social justice, a punitive cancel culture, uh, you know, whereby we're essentially seeing conformity of thought now supplants robust debate. And, you know, Joe, that's the intent antithesis of what we're supposed to be in America, a society 
that is based on the free exchange of ideas and information, all of that is again under assault after it was saved in the trial of the century by Clarence Darrow and his 25-year-old school teacher client, John Scopes. My book is based on the original trial transcript that I obtained from the dusty archives of the courthouse in Dayton, Tennessee. That's great. Uh, and the fascinating cross-examination of Dar by Darrow of William Jennings Bryant is worth uh, buying the book and reading it. Go get it. The Trial of the Century. It's available wherever you get fine books. Also, go to his website, thegregjarrett.com. Greg, I love everything you do. I love everything you stand for. And thanks a lot for coming on today. Goes both ways, Joe. Thank you so much for having me on. All right, we'll talk soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Really appreciate Greg Jarrett coming on today. I've been a fan for a long time. Used to appear with him a lot over on Fox News Channel. Great information today, as always. Let's do some pop culture. Up. Paula, what's going on, brother? So we talked about this the other day, but I guess now it's officially official okay. that 83-year-old Al Pacino is a father. <laughs> Come on, man. Yes. What, what is the story? I, 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 and this is his girlfriend on top of that. How old is she? Um, I, I want to say she's like in her late 20s. Dude. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. There you go. All right, Polo, I appreciate that. It's uh, Sam, it's Polo, it's Carrie, it's Joe. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. 6 p.m. Eastern time. In the meantime, you missed anything, you want to watch it on video, JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. The VODs are available. If you want to hear it on a podcast, download it from your favorite place that has podcasts. Look for The Joe Pags Show. In the meantime, we appreciate you hanging out. Appreciate you stopping by. Much more tomorrow. Have a great night. This is The Joe Pags Show.